Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jedekin. <laughs> is that my sweet voice? That's so sweet. <laughs> I am you're, very sweet. I have a, my moments. You're in such a good mood suddenly. I am? It's, I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm, a, I'm an abused child, so I'm really good at faking things. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh-huh. uh, should we thank our patrons for this week? Sure. Okay, cool. So this week we had Cher, who left us a really nice, funny comment today, actually, on our oh, Patreon. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Oh, look. Thanks, Cher. Tif- yeah, thank you. Tiffany, Kay, and... That's it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. This week, we decided we wanted to do something a lot lighter. And funnier, and hopefully. Just easy breezy, uh, not as heavy of a topic as we did last week. So Desi suggested to me, she said, well, why don't you just do another roundup of crazy Disneyland stories? And I said, Desi, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I have my moment. She- it was ingenious. So I decided that I would see if there were any other wild crimes that have occurred at the Disneyland Park in Anaheim, California. Okay. And I'm there, excited. Yes, there were a few. And uh, let me just start with this one. This one in particular jumped out to me because it answers a question I have wondered for a very long time. That question I've had is, Did I just get older or did the Indiana Jones ride get less bumpy as a ride? And the truth is that there was an accident on the ride around the time when I noticed. It got less bumpy. It was less jolty and crazy. I mean, it's still a jolty, crazy ride. If you got older, wouldn't it be worse? No, because it was like less. It was just. Oh, maybe you're bigger or. No, it wasn't that. I was just, it, it was, there were certain things about the rides. You know that part? Yeah. Of, so well, the, when did this happen that it switched? 2000. Okay. And that's when I noticed that's around oh. the time was in the early 2000s. Okay. I didn't realize the ride had been there that long. It's been there, I think, since 1995. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I actually remember when it came to Disneyland. And the first time I ever went on the Indiana Jones ride was in the summer of 1999. Okay. Uh, See, I wasn't, I'm not from California. Okay. So I only started going there like in the 2000s right. when I moved here. So I didn't know that it it was uh, had been around that long. Right. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, basically what it is is you get into these like old 1940s Jeeps, yeah. you know, with, without the tops on them. They're like these, you know, safari style Jeep, all-terrain, old 40s Jeeps, and they're on a track and you go into this, you know cave of wonder basically and then you're on this tear through this wild it's very bumpy it's very bumpy it's very thrilling it's very dark in the cave and, and it has like a chorus going the whole time oh yeah <laughs> that's exactly oh. it <laughs> it has like indiana oh. jones music the whole yeah. time but also oh. Oh. 
because you'll stop all of a sudden and then the chorus really swells and right you're like, shit the and ball's then, coming right and then there's like a big fireball or something there's a boulder too yes there's a boulder and the, the snake the snake jumps out at you there's i also like the one that's like okay <laughs> that's what i was gonna talk to you that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna mention okay in 1999, when I first went on the ride, there is this part in the ride where suddenly the car stalls out. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, the car stalls out. And all of a sudden it's like, oh no. Yeah, you're trying to There's, turn it over. Yeah, like the the motor starts going and then, oh, we're, we're, we're back on the road. And it, you know, clearly is like, oh, this is part of the ride that you're supposed right. to feel. we didn't really stall out. But in 1999, when I went, it was like stalled out for a long, a way longer time. Okay. And it was like, a, it wasn't like I went on the ride in 99 and then didn't go back to Disneyland for like years and years and years later. It was like I noticed a difference like two years later in the change. Like that part in the ride, and maybe I'm crazy, but please right. will somebody like vouch for me on this, that I feel like that part of the ride, it was just like, like, even the music stopped. It really did feel like, oh, my God, the ride broke down. This is really scary. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, these air darts that come at you. Because feels... people are blowing darts at you. Right. There's people blowing darts at you in that part of the ride, and it's, like, dark. And then, like, some vague light comes on, and you just see all these, like, skeletons on the wall. It's great. It's, it's fucking a good great. Ride. I love the Indiana Jones universe. I love everything about that franchise. So, obviously, I love the ride. So... This is a story, tragic story, that happened in June of 2000. <clears throat> so it matches the timeline oh. for why this yes. they could have changed the ride a okay. little, slightly. I mean, just made it slightly less, less. intense. Yeah. Okay. So in June of 2000, 23-year-old Christina Moreno traveled from Spain to Disneyland with her husband on their honeymoon. After getting off of the Indiana Jones ride, she complained of having a headache. A few months later, she died of a brain aneurysm. A wrongful death lawsuit was filed against the park, stating that Moreno had suffered the aneurysm as a result of the ride's violent shaking. Disneyland ended up paying her an undisclosed sum of money. Really? Yes. So, to me, that says that they did... They probably didn't want to admit to it, because then other people might have sued them, but they just kind of quietly... It was, churned it down a bit. Because it was a subtle change, but it was enough for me to right. go, hey, wait a minute. I remember yeah. this being a little more terrifying. I wasn't completely disemboweled <laughs> this time. Um, I I didn't have a crime like that, but I, I was on that ride and um, I didn't put my purse in the bag. I had to shut the ride down so <gasps> they could go find it. <laughs> Desi? Because it fell out. It oh, fell out on no. the ride. It was so go- I felt I was mortified. If oh. I didn't have like money and credit cards, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm, I'm not doing this. So did they have to turn on the lights yes, on? Yes. Oh. They had to shut everything down. Everyone had to wait for me. And then they had to turn the lights on and go find my purse. It was oh embarrassing. My God. But I got it. So, you got it. Oh, that's yeah. good. It didn't actually take that long. Like they're good at it. They they have like a, a plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was worried it would be like hours because it's like, well, how are they going to find it? This <laughs> Like, it's like it's, it's everywhere like i have no idea what right, happened right right so yeah i love the my... cast members the employees at disneyland they're they're really the best <clears throat> right they're so good so at i do, do love that ride too though but i didn't know it before and after yeah okay so this happened in may of 2013 in the toontown section of disneyland probably my least visited portion it's very for kids like little kids yeah it's like cartoonville 
And I've been in there several times, but it is definitely, I mean, I obviously Disneyland is for kids, but this is specifically all the rides are kiddie rides. They're no thrilling rides. There. And they're not, they're not like fantasy land kiddie rides. They're like actually small little roller coasters and playgrounds are, are there. Yeah. I do like looking at the weird houses. I do too. I like it's going cute. to Minnie's house. Yeah. yeah. It's a cute, it's a cute area. Yeah. It's just, I go there the least. Yeah. It's like if I have time, I'll go there. So in May of 2013, 22-year-old Disneyland employee Kristen Barnes was arrested after an explosion went off in a trash can in Toontown. <laughs> Kristen worked as like a beverage and food vendor that uh-huh. in those carts that they have. Yes. And I didn't know this, but they have like dry ice. He took basically what he took the dry ice and he put it into a water bottle. And what happens is when you leave the dry ice in an enclosed water bottle it It expands or something yeah it can create a bomb there's actually videos of it on youtube of like people doing this experiment Mm -hmm. so he planted a dry ice bomb in one of the trash cans fortunately no one was hurt and a witness on the scene said that it sounded like a shotgun had gone off so he did this on purpose or accident? Uh, well, he did plead guilty to it eventually. Okay. I don't know. I actually watched an interview with his dad on the local news, and it was really sad. His dad was like, it was an accident. Right. Like, so he did it, but he probably didn't know. Well, the other thing is there was also a report that there was a second dry ice bomb, too. So oh. the, it, it sounded like it was deliberate, yeah. and maybe he was just fucking around. Right. It, this story really wasn't that clear. I like that it was probably like, it's very cartoon-like. Well, right? like people are like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, I watched the video when I watched this local news clip of it. The video they show of the dry ice bomb going off, it really just looked like a like a Mentos and Pepsi yes. explosion. Like it was not like a fiery it's explosion. It's not gonna kill anybody, but it could have injured someone, probably. Yeah, especially if it wasn't in an enclosed steel trash can right. that they have. And those trash cans, they're like covered trash yes. cans. He ended up. Pleading guilty, he took a deal. He was sentenced to 36 days in jail, 100 hours of community service, and three years probation. But thank God no one was hurt. Right. But I can imagine if you hear a big bang go off in, in any... Disneyland, it's scary. Yeah, that would, that would be really terrifying. Okay, Desi, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this before. We didn't talk about this on our last episode about Disneyland. What do you know about the... Disneyland gangs. Have you heard of the Disneyland gangs (laughs) before? No, I have not. You have not? I don't think so. Okay. Well, they actually prefer to be called social clubs, (laughs) but they... (laughs) These gangs or social clubs appear to have originated sometime around 2012. Packs of guests wearing matching denim vests emblazoned with patches and punk rock accessories and... Desi, hold on for your size. I'm gonna <laughs> let me get through this sentence. Okay. Punk rock accessories, tattoos, pompadours, mm-hmm. plugs, piercings, you know, very like punk rock aesthetic mixed with the Disneyland aesthetic, right. which is not that uncommon of a look that you see in Southern California. The Black Death Crew, a group of <laughs> sorry. Okay. I just can't accept the, these gangs. I knew this was going to be a tough one to get through because I knew it was going to be chock full of Desi <laughs> de- either deeply sighing or bursting out into laughter and saying unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Well, you just certain things cannot be punk rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> just wait. We're not okay. even done yet. Okay. okay. We're not I'm even ready. done. I'm saving my size. Okay. The Black Death Crew, a group of Disney fans who wore all black, 
first organized in March of 2012, and they are said to be the first of these social clubs. However, it was the Neverlanders social club that emerged in November. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This can't be real. It is so real. It is so real. That emerged in November of 2012, they were the ones that pioneered the aesthetic of having the denim vests with the patches on the back and the <laughs> motorcycle jackets with the patches. So on each gang, I'm sorry, social club member, each because uh-huh. so, I don't want to call them like a gang, but they're right. a social club, but they're sort of inspired by motorcycle gangs uh-huh. in terms of aesthetic. Okay. And they all stick together in, in a pack. I have to find a picture. <laughs> they all, they all, the thing they all have in common is they all wear the jackets or the vests when they go, matching vests when they go to Disneyland, and they all have the name of their club on the back in a pack. Where do they get the vest? They make them. Oh, okay. Yeah. They all like make their own vests and jackets, or they buy jackets, and then they sew on these patches. That are Disneyland patches. But they're patches of their logo, of their... Oh, my God. I'm disgusted. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Okay. Would you like to hear some of the names of some of the social clubs? Of course clubs? I do. The White Rabbits, the Main Street Elite, Tomorrowland Range, oh, Tomorrowland Ravagers, Minnie's Glam Squad, Waltz Misfits, and my personal favorite, MWA or Mice with Attitude. <laughs> and and their patch is Mickey dressed like Easy E. Okay, with I the, like those with guys. The, <laughs> with the Jerry curl and everything. Wait, I'm looking at one called the Turbo Juggend. Oh, yeah. Are they Juggalos? Wait, let me see. No, it's all <laughs> Disney or Disneyland related. Okay. But I thought maybe it was like a Juggalo Disney game. Okay. Well, some of them might be Juggalos in their spare time. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that refers to. Okay. It's all like very wholesome. Even though right. they all have tattoos and stuff, like their whole point is that we're all fans of Disneyland and we like yes. to get together in groups and go to the parks together. We like to... Mickey's Pink Ladies. Right. That's another gang. Okay, <laughs> stop. I'll just finish okay. telling you the rest of the story. We'll, 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 I don't want okay. you to like stumble upon anything. Okay, go, go, go. Okay. So it is, it's, it's, you know, these... It's wholesome gangs. It's wholesome gangs. It's wholesome gatherings social of... Clubs. Social clubs. of people who are right. very, very enthusiastic about going to Disneyland. They gather to sort of go on rides together all at the same time. You know, they all get in line in a pack. When they see other clubs at Disneyland, they'll, you know, wave or nod. Sometimes right. they get together for, like, interclub barbecues and social events. So, you know, it's, it's like, a pretty big thing. And, like, there are – I looked on Instagram. There are just thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures of these different clubs right. on Instagram. They all have personal pages and – I have tag hashtags. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, they do. In September of 2017, a lawsuit was filed by leaders of the Main Street Fire Station 55 Club, alleging that the club, the White Rabbits, had been using mafia-like tactics against them. In the summer of 2016, the Fire Station 55 Club was organizing a 9-11 fundraiser for families of firemen who died in the 2000, 2001 attacks. Before that fundraiser even took place, Fire Station 55 leader John Sarno says that he was approached by White Rabbit leader Jacob Fight 
and asked him to pay him $500 for, quote, protection. What? Yeah. He was like, uh, we're going to need protection during this fundraiser, so just give me $500. I have no idea what he thought he needed protection for right. inside, because the fundraiser was going to take place inside the Disneyland park. It was going to be like yeah. a walkathon. Okay. They were going to do, basically. Yeah. What's the protection? Right. It was like some bullshit. So John Sarno was like, you know, fuck you. And Jacob said, I will ruin you. Whoa. Yeah. So Jacob took to the internet and to podcasts to smear the leader of Fire Station 55 Social Club. Jacob also took to Facebook and said that John Sarno was a pedophile. Wow. He even had t-shirts made up with his face on it saying that he was a pedophile. And they wore them to Disneyland. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, Desi. This is like I, an extreme length. I would love to have seen those people. <laughs> I, looked, Desi, I looked for pictures, okay? I could not find them. Can you imagine being an adult doing this kind of stuff? Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, how old are these people? They're both in their mid-40s. Oh, my God. Like, I know that the fire station guy, he's married. Yeah, I mean, they must be. Like, and this guy's whole life was sort of upended by this. Like, you know, his reputation's being smeared in the most vilest of ways. Like, that's the worst thing you can call someone. Especially if they love to go to Disneyland. Yeah, you're right. That is, that's even worse. He puts his mouse ears on. Like, just because I love hanging out with kids all day. <laughs> right. What a horrible thing to do. So... Uh, his wife, actually, I, I read that his wife lost her job over this. Really? Right, just because their whole life just got turned upside down. Yeah. This guy's like on a smear campaign just because he wouldn't pay him $500. I would love to watch a documentary on this. I would too. It would be amazing. I would too. And also, someone from the White Rabbits hacked into the medical records at Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And published his... Uh, medication information like oh he's a psychopath look at this meds he's on right or he's a drug addict yeah really sick shit wow of course the white rabbits deny all of it they're like oh like that didn't happen yeah you know that never happened i went to the white rabbits instagram page and i scrolled back like two years to see of any indication of this right the only thing i could find was it was some, I don't remember what it was, but it was some indication. Oh, it was like, here we are, like at court or something like that. Yeah. It was like, a, <laughs> did you accidentally fave like a three year old picture? Oh my God. I was like really trying not to fave random pictures from this social club. So, and they all look like members of Sons of Anarchy, like, except they're wearing Disneyland stuff. Yeah. It's bizarre. Right, right. Like, these are grown people. I need a documentary about this. How has it not been done? Right? It's so good. It needs to happen. Like, I want to know way more about these me people. Too. It's fascinating It's like that me. guy who was really good at Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you see that docu <laughs> no. documentary about the Donkey Kong person? How old and was then he? They're all old. They're, like, in their 40s. And then another guy wanted to beat his high score at Donkey Kong. And they had, like, this weird rivalry. I think his name is Billy Mitchell. It's a really hilarious doc documentary. You have to watch it. But it's, like, these people who have this weird obsession into adulthood and right. they have this competition it's like you guys are adults like right. this is insane right you're playing donkey kong <laughs> right like, yeah so i love this kind of thing and like this white rabbit leader was basically like you and your wife will never be able to return to the disneyland park ever again like i'll fucking ruin you how does he have the power i don't know i guess he was just really pushing that pedophile yeah. story so 
19 members of the White Rabbits are named in the suit. And this news story broke in February of this year. So Right, because that was 2017, you said. Yeah, that's when the suit was filed. But the first, like, that's what all the news stories, they were all from February. So okay. I don't know. I don't think a resolution. We would see a resolution. I haven't seen any indication that there has been a resolution. But the fire station social club was disbanded. I'm guessing this isn't a top priority for prosecutors. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> right? Like, it's kind of right. like, ah, we're going to put that down on the docket. Right. We have other things to worry about. Like, essentially, you're two grown men fighting. Right. And over... what's the crime? I guess, libel or some kind Def- of like... Oh, yeah. yeah. He's suing for defamation and character. Right. Uh, oh, and harassment. Okay. Defamation of character and harassment. Right. So... We'll see. I will be keeping my eyes on that. Yeah. To see if anything comes of it. I need to learn how to do a Google alert. Right. (laughs) I know. I do too. Okay. Uh, In my notes, the next thing, it just says cats. (laughs) This is not a crime, but it would be a crime if we didn't talk about the cats at Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. There are dozens and dozens of cats running around Disneyland. I don't think I've ever seen one. I have. have. I have. A few times. Since the park's opening in 1955, feral cats have been spotted all over the Disneyland park. I mean, you've heard about the cats before, haven't you? I don't think I have. Oh, Desi. Okay. Oh, we're going to have a (laughs) journey together when I show you the pictures of some of these cats. Oh, I love cats. They're the best. So the first crop of cats were discovered living inside Sleeping Beauty's castle. Oh. I know. Back in, like, 1955... They were going to do, it was like before you could do like the walkthrough of the castle. It was just like the building. So when they were about to start construction, they were like, oh my God, there's like all, there's like a cat colony. That's so cute. Right. The cats all had fleas. So they had to, you know, get rid of the fleas and they adopted them out to cast members and stuff. But then they realized that there was a huge rodent problem at Disneyland. So ever since they have allowed cats to live on the grounds at Disneyland and they like the cats there because it gets rid of the rodents. it gets rid of all the rats and the mice at Disneyland yeah. so uh these cats they're not like exactly feral because they all are spayed and neutered so that they can control the cat population right. and these cats and they're used to being around people probably yeah but they're not like friendly they're not like warm and fuzzy domesticated right. cats necessarily like they're shy yeah but they're not like fucking each other. <laughs> they're neutered. And and they all have feeding That's st- not too shy. Well, <laughs> well, they all have feeding stations around the parks too. Okay. So, so they, they probably just go where they need to go. They go where they need to go and so they eat the rats and the mice and they also have additional food. And this was something I was happy to hear about is that their medical is all taken care of too. They're all treated for any medical problems. So these cats oh, cool. like are like they're t- they're taking care of. They're taking care of cats. I was really happy to hear that. Uh, so yeah, I will show you. There is lots of Instagram photos of cats at Disneyland. I've seen one once. I was eating at a restaurant in California Adventureland, and we were kind of eating outside, and a cat just kind of wandered up. And went, you know. <laughs> And I was like, it must be weird because at Disneyland you're like, oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a hologram. <laughs> we're, we're, we're animals. Talk to you. Right. 
I was thinking too, like if I could, because I have had some encounters with Disneyland cast members, and they always have to lie about bad things. I think I told the story in the first episode yes. with the Winnie the Pooh ride. I can picture like seeing a rat or a mouse, and the cast member be like, "Oh, Cinderella's helpers. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get back to the workshop." There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. So that's a good transition because speaking of that, I was looking up all those Disneyland euphemisms because okay. I re-listened to our first episode we did in Disneyland and you did mention that when the Winnie the Pooh ride stopped... <laughs> They were like, oh, there's some honey on the tracks. <laughs> Someone spilled honey on the tracks. And somebody said that. They were like, we're supposed to say there's honey on the tracks. So oh, that, really? Yes, that is a real thing. <laughs> I mean, I didn't lie, but I didn't know it was all the... I mean, it, it had to be a scripted thing. Right. They must have scripted things for every... Yes, Yeah. they do. So, like, oh, Roger Rabbit's car got a flat tire. Yeah. That's one of them. So I was horrified to find out what they call vomit... Uh, apparently that's called a protein spill. <laughs> Gross. 
And I said, that's not vomit. <laughs> that's something else. Yeah. That is definitely something that's else. That's how you accidentally get pregnant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like Chigger had a protein. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sound he makes? <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. I just got a protein, I- a protein spill. <laughs> so... The next thing I did is I went down a rabbit hole, no pun intended, uh-huh. uh, on Reddit because there are lots of glorious things on Reddit and I enjoy seeing <clears throat> sort of behind the scenes, you know, accounts on Reddit. So I was like, what are some crazy stories from Disney cast members that they have about their time working in the park? And here are my favorites. Okay. I worked at a restaurant in downtown Disney in California as a host. James Spader came in once. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tried to get a table with his dog, who was obviously not a service dog. And even if it was an emotional support dog, they don't have to legally be allowed inside a restaurant. I told him I would be happy to seat him if he left his dog at the kennel, but I could not seat his dog inside. What if a health inspector came in? He yelled at me so much his face turned red. He told my manager to fire me. Luckily, the restaurant had a patio, and the manager sat Spader at a table on the patio close to the exit so we wouldn't get in trouble. My manager actually stood up for me, told Spader I was right. Spader still tried to get me fired. This was 10 years ago. I still hate James Spader with a red-hot passion. (laughs) Such an entitled ass. And since he always plays assholes, I know he's not even a good actor. (laughs) That's my favorite line. (laughs) Okay. However, Christian Slater was very polite when he came in. Really? (laughs) I would not think that. Yeah. That's really disappointing. Do you like James Spader? Um, I mean, I do kind of like him in certain roles because, like, I love a lot of those movies he was in. Right. Like, from the 80s. Like, Pretty in Pink. Yeah, like, Pretty in the Pink. Pretty in Pink is one of my... (laughs) Pretty in the Pink. That's my signature sex move. Um, that's the porn parody. I mean, so he's perfectly cast in that because he is an asshole in right. that movie. Uh, and I love that movie. Right. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think it's, you just never know with celebrities. You never like, know. You just never want to know. I mean, that's a dick move to me. Right. Cause it's like, come on, well, you know that that's, that that's the law. Right. Like, there's nothing they can do about it. Well, and to get someone fired at like a low level. That's kind what of, I'm saying. I mean, that's a dick move. Right. I could get maybe being exasperated. I mean, I keep picturing him trying to put a disguise on his dog. <laughs> like to try to get in or something. Like, uh, yeah, that's disappointing. But whatever. I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of him now. I don't think I've watched any of his things recently i can't remember the last thing i watched it secretary i think was the last thing i watched him in oh right and, he was and that's also that. he's kind of like he's a, a dick yeah yeah that might be the last thing i've seen too yeah okay everyone's put down the lunch that they're having right now or the whatever they're eating just don't eat during this part because okay. i'm sorry but the rest of the show is going to be kind of gross okay okay you've been warned this is from reddit maybe not the craziest but certainly the grossest one day, <laughs> that's such a good intro. <laughs> I, I was like, ooh, right when I saw okay. it, I clicked on it. One day, a kid had ate a bunch of pasta with marinara. And <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, I have a story. I can't remember okay, if I good. told it. Okay, good. Just hold it. Okay, I'm holding it. But I want you to remember it. Okay. okay. 
and then promptly threw it all up right in front of the entrance to Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> it Hello, was... get my bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's my big Thunder Mountain right, impression. Right, that, that kind of is a good impression of the ride. <laughs> it's just Gold Rush. Like <laughs> it's Gold Rush talk. <laughs> okay, that's okay. gross. Okay, so uh, this is really gross. It was a huge pile of watery barf, easily t- two feet wide and three feet long. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure that in my. I'm like that uh, woman doing the math problem right. meme. <laughs> So we called custodial and set up a couple of trash cans to do our best to block the area off so people couldn't step in it. I would quit my job if I had to clean that up. This dude, wearing all white, white shirt, shorts, shoes, comes running down the path (laughs) from the exit of the ride to try and get back into the line as soon as he can. (laughs) Tried, I love it. We try. I just love when it's someone. I love that this guy is such an idiot. <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for him already. We tried to yell at him to stop running, but it was too late. He thought he would be a super cool guy and jump between the trash cans. He didn't count on there being a river of barf. So he jumps, lands in the barf, and his legs slip out from under him. Jesus Christ, I got goosebumps. <laughs> And he falls slash rolls into all the red marinara barf. It took him a few seconds to comprehend what had just happened, but eventually he let out a blood-curdling scream. (laughs) Thankfully, a manager was walking by when this all happened, so my fellow greeter and I didn't have to actually deal with him. We did have to write a quick report on what we had witnessed in case the guy tried to sewer something. (sighs) Dumbo took a shit off (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I know. There's something so funny about him rushing to get back online. <laughs> I just I love, love when it. It's somebody's hubris, right? That gets them. it makes it funny. It's not like an innocent person was just walking and slipped, <laughs> right? He's it's, like trying to be a dick and like rush back on the line. It's a classic goofus and gallant moment, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I love. One, I was sitting in New Orleans Square <laughs> at the place where you um, get the soup that comes in the bread bowls. Yeah, and this little girl was eating the soup. And she looked green, and then all of a sudden she barfed the soup right back into the bread bowl. <laughs> and I like thought to that myself. I was like, I can never eat that. I don't know if I had eaten it yet, but I was like, I will never eat that soup because now I just think it's barf in a bread bowl. <laughs> like, and it looked almost the same. It was like that creamy kind of chatter. Oh, no. I was like, I can never oh, eat. No. Bread bowls have no appeal to me anymore. Oh, like, God. It was so gross, but it was also like amazing moment. I was like, wow, <laughs> that has to be like a one in a million sighting. Like, so it was definitely thrilling. At the same time, I was disgusted. Right back. Right back in. It was like perfect. <laughs> you know, you're always like looking for something when you feel like you have to barf like a bag. And right. Just, like take the bread bowl. Like, hey, it's already hollowed out. <laughs> it was so oh, God. gross. That's amazing. I think people must barf there all the time. Oh, yeah. Because you're just eating shit all day long. And you're on rides, and it's like you're exhausted, and God, I love Disneyland. Okay. This is also from Reddit. These are all from Reddit. I used to work in the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, which, (laughs) if you don't know, that is- It's like the princess shop. It's the princess shop. And they have the salon where you can get your makeover. Right. As a fairy godmother in training- One time, we had a very good Christian family come in and have their daughter done up by a friend of mine in the chair next to me. 
We like to tell the girls stories about the real princesses coming in to get their hair done every morning, all of us having sleepovers, using jellyfish jelly from Ariel, of course, to style their hair with, that were 200 plus years old. Since, since to be a bona fide fairy godmother, you have to be 1,000. See, these were the fairy godmothers in training. So jellyfish they're... jelly. <laughs> Reminds me of like spermicide or like that thing from some, from something about Mary, right? Oh, right. <laughs> Every story my poor friend told this little girl, she would scrunch up her face and would say things like, that's not true. Stop saying fibs. It's adorable when the girls react so cute and don't believe it at first. So we were all laughing and my friend tops it off with the fact that she's th- 230 years old. And the girl nearly stands up in the dang chair and screams at the top of her lungs, liars go to hell. (laughs) Was she like, the earth is only 200 years old. (laughs) Right. So I thought that was a cute story. Uh, There were also several stories about blowjobs occurring on Pirates of the Caribbean. Of course. Specifically on grad night. That happened a lot more often. There was a story that I found particularly amazing. I don't know if you know because, well, I got in trouble one time at Disneyland. I was 19, so obviously getting in trouble a lot. I was on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and I was trying to take some really cool pictures with my digital camera because this is 2005. And I'm I, I'm like, I want to, I'm like, Spencer, take a cool shot of me. So I kind of like put my legs outside of the boat and do this crazy spider pose or uh-huh. something stupid. And all of a sudden I hear ahead of me, boat 52, please put your legs back in the vehicle. <laughs> I had never heard that sound before. I was like, oh my God, they can see me. Yeah. They can see me. So they watch you yeah. when you're on the ride. So I was like mortified. That's scary. Yeah. I didn't know that they could see you. And clearly what I was doing was dangerous. So they do see all the blowjobs that oh happen. My God. And my favorite story was this cast member who was working. She was either working in the security room um, or something else or her friend was. And someone was getting a blowjob. And the girl, when he, the guy was done, the girl goes to spit in the water. What? <laughs> you don't swallow on the ride? Come on. Well... <laughs> well, the speaker overhead said, not in the water. And, <laughs> and she swallowed it because she was so startled. Because you never hear that, you know, unless you do something that's right. like dangerous. or Jesus. So, and the other time that someone was getting, I was reading about someone getting a blowjob on Pirates of the Caribbean. They said, sometimes we'll let them finish and then we'll say congratulations to them as they exit the ride. On the- Oh my God. Yeah. I I love that. And then there was another story about a couple, like some guy was getting a blowjob from his girlfriend inside the Golden Horseshoe. I know that restaurant restaurant. That's one of my favorite restaurants to eat at. Is it? Yes, because I am not a huge fan of the Disneyland food, but I do like their chicken fingers. (laughs) I like love chicken fingers. I love chicken fingers. Chicken fingers are really good there. I've never eaten there and I've eaten at almost every place in Disneyland. My favorite place is the Country Bear Cafe in Critter Country. Is that the barbecue place? Yes. You get the crispy chicken sandwich there, and the fries are fucking incredible. I don't think I've had that, because that's the place I thought was, you had to pay like $25, because it's like all you can eat. Is it a different place? No. Okay. Oh, that's all the way back. 
up by Splash Mountain. Yes. Right? That's okay. where the Country Rare Cafe is oh, by Splash Mountain. I need to go Splash there next Mountain. time. It's great. Okay. We'll go there. The okay. crispy chicken sandwich is like a honey mustard dressing on it. That sounds good. It's so good. But that's why I like the Golden Shoe or whatever, Golden Horseshoe. Because the chicken fingers are really good. I there. love chicken fingers, and it's like one of the best things to eat there. I'm gonna get them after. Yeah, you have after to. this. That and I also love the corn dog from the firehouse. Uh, oh, I love it. That's a classic. I love corn dogs. I only, that's like one of the best corn dogs I've ever had in my life. It's so good. Thing about corn dogs is I'm never satisfied with just one. They're also like deep fried. Yeah. So they're, they're really good. They're right. not like microwaved or something. Right. Right. They're really deep fried cornbread. Oh, they're amazing. I love. So I'm, I'm excited about that chicken sandwich. Oh, it's so good. Okay. We'll go, go next time. Okay. okay. So now I have some pictures to show you. And luckily, they're pictures that Desi will be able to describe to her listeners. Okay. So fear not. <laughs> this is a picture that a cast member posted of themselves and another cast member on the Reddit message board. Desi, can you describe to me what's going on in this picture? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Woody. But fucking Jesse and Jesse has her hand, a hand over her mouth and Woody has his like a rodeo hand up like we <laughs> but they're fully in costume. It's right. not naked. Right. That reminds me. Of, and he's pulling her ponytails. Oh, yeah. He's riding her. Right. Um, that reminds me of one of my classic tweets. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I went to Disneyland. What was it? It was something like that I was going to sue Disney for stealing one of my signature sec or what I call my pussy. Cause it was a sign that said this way to Woody's, a Woody's parking lot. Fucking incredible. So it's nice to know the cast members are having fun. They're, yeah. That's probably like a fireable offense for Disneyland. Oh, if that like. To be like in costume and posting shit like that. Right. I mean, I'm guessing. I mean, those are official Disneyland costumes. <clears throat> right. It's And it's, what if a children saw that? The children. <laughs> well, they were, they were backstage. <clears throat> yeah. They were backstage. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this, but this photo went viral. This is a Splash Mountain photo. This is a photo of a woman in the Splash Mountain boat, and there's two people in each row. Except for her. Except for her. And she's smack dab in the middle of this log that's going down the Splash Mountain ride. And if you don't know Splash Mountain, it's like one of those rides where at the end it snaps a picture of you. Yes, at the dramatic drop. At the dramatic drop down the waterfall. And this woman has her arms folded, and she looks fucking pissed. (laughs) And so the photo went viral because it's like everyone else. Everyone's is, having fun. Right. Their hands are up. They're like, yay. And then this woman has her arms folded and she's just livid. Like that is a woman who like what just happened right before that. Right. Well, what happened was this is from uh, today, the website today, uh, March 6, 2017, this article was written. One year ago this week, Stephen Alexander angered his wife by failing to join her on Splash Mountain during a family vacation to Disney World. So this is at Disney World in Florida. This isn't at Disneyland. It resulted in a famous photo of his wife, Jordan, with her arms crossed, glaring at the camera as she rode the flume by herself. Now, the husband is explaining why he didn't go along and celebrating the woman who went solo. In a social media love letter to his wife, Stephen recounts how he spent his, him and his wife spent the day at the Magic Kingdom 
before finally heading to Jordan's favorite ride. Unfortunately, Stephen ran out of steam and suggested she go ahead without him. (laughs) She marched off toward the ride alone, and when we made our way over, she got off the ride, handed me her phone, showed me the picture, and said, I did this for you. We both broke into laughter, hugged, and made our way out of the park. So So she did it as a joke. She made that face as a joke. But it did end up going viral because it was like, oh my God, this woman is, it's fucking incredible. I feel like Splash Mountain is, I can, I would never give people shit for not wanting to go on Splash Mountain. I never want to go. It's too, it's like, you don't want to be wet. Like I'll only do it very early in the day. And if it's like a sunny, warm day, like I'm not going to go on that ride at like 5 PM or do you know what I mean? Like it's it's too, it's too long of a ride. I like Splash Mountain, but I don't like getting wet. Like it's literally your, your feet your shoes are full of water right. kind of wet ride. Right. So it's like, I don't know if I want to deal with that right. for, you know, hours. But if it's hot, I will because I'll dry out fast. Right. But yeah, I, I understand no one wanting to go on that ride. Like, it's a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass to go on that ride. And I know, but I know so many people do want to go on it, though. So you have to just be like, I'm not. Well, it's one of those rides that have, like, the five-hour wait. Like, it's a popular ride. Right, right, right. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that's like all my Disneyland stories. The only other crime that I could think about I wanted to report that has to do with Disneyland is the crime of uh, my own boyfriend, Brendan, not wanting to go to Disneyland with me. Why? I don't know, but it devastates me every time I think about it. And that's my life's mission right now. We have to go and do like a reporting we like do a have bonus to go. episode or we something. We will do a bonus episode <clears throat> about Disneyland. I like going to Disneyland and I could get us in for free. I know. So. I just want to go with my boyfriend. Not that I don't love you and you're Whatever. not like my wife yeah. also in this relationship. <laughs> I'm just saying that like I, I It's so fun. I think he would really like it, but it's so but I get why he doesn't want to go because it is like a lot. It's tiring. Like, I've never left it. there and not been tired. Yeah, you're exhausted yeah, when you exhausting. leave. But it's really magical. It's really hard to describe what it is to someone who hasn't been there. Has he not been there? No. Oh. That's why I want to go. I mean, with I can him. understand going there and hating it. <laughs> but if you've never been, you have to go at least once. I want him to go. Yeah. He's in the other room listening to all of this yeah. right now. We're shaming him. We're, We're publicly shaming, shaming him. him on the podcast. Uh so we had a uh listener to thank. Yes, right? we did. Okay. We had one of our listeners, Jessica, who lives on Kauai in the Hawaiian Islands, sent me and Desi a really beautiful care package full of delicious snacks that I am personally very excited to wolf down I didn't even get to like look through everything because we started recording right away. But it also looked like there was like a cute little bag with like notepads and something like... Just all sorts of little goodies. Yeah, they were so cute. So I can't wait to look through it again later. And she she sent us a nice email too. Yeah, Uh, she did. So that's really exciting. Thank you, Jessica. It was like, it made my uh, day when I saw that package. It did, me too. It's like... I can't wait to look through it all. I'm yeah. like super excited. It was really sweet. Um, so other things, you can join our Facebook group. Yes. You can check out the merch at HollywoodCrimeScene.com. I think we're working on some other stuff, so hopefully we'll have that up soon. Right. We also have the, um, this is the last week, I guess, to get yeah. your review in on iTunes, and you'll win that a book or whatever you want from us. Right. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs> so yeah, go leave us a funny review. We'll look through them in the next week or so and then we'll uh, get you your prize there's the patreon you can yeah. contribute to if you have the means um i think that's it right yeah that's it that's it okay okay oh, and and also like i just wanted to remind people we have this new ten dollar uh 
Patreon level that you get two shows per month now that are like pretty much 45 to an hour, like a full-size show about um, murders, mysteries, and macabre. So it's all types of different subjects that we don't really cover in the Hollywood theme, but we do there. So you can check that out as well. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.